Okay, welcome to a very spooky Halloween edition. It's edition, I said that again. It's not an edition, yeah. it's an episode, episode. Uh, of cast uh, Matt and Conspiracy Leavers, Twilight of his Cypress Life now, a couple of weeks yeah. left. We've just been discussing this and they'll be back in the UK. Uh, and this week we're going to have like a bit of a spooky show. Everything's going to be Halloween themed. We've got some guests, numerous guests today. We've got loads of spooky stories and paranormal activity and ghosts and stuff like this. Like we can start off soon, once we've done the intros, of a lady with a ghost cat. Mm. Has lived with a ghost cat, a spooky cat. Ooh. <laughs> Is it black? So, I don't, couldn't see it. <laughs> so uh, we'll, I'll let her explain when she comes on. Yeah. So uh, she's got a, a ghost cat experience. Numerous years in a house she used to live in that everybody's yeah. experienced this cat, apparently anyone that comes to stay. Uh, plus, my little boy Riley is going to be here to do some Halloween animals like vampire Get that in stuff there, like Riley. This. Anything spooky is going to be learnt, he's learned trying really hard to learn all about them, so he can come on and do a little bit about them. Uh, yeah. Lee's going to have a ghost story for us all later on. Yes, uh, and we've got a lady coming on later on that's experienced a ghost party in her house. Ghosts having a party, if you can imagine that. <laughs> Well, they all dressed. Well, they all dressed in that fancy. Ladies fancy have to wait uh, and see. You have to wait and see. <laughs> also, we're gonna have all the usual uh, things, but it was spooky twist. So, we've got spooky hate of the week later on. Spooky hate of the week, Lee. What do you reckon about that? Oh, I like it. You got a good spooky hate of the week ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> spooky hate of the week coming up. Uh, we've got a spooky what of the week just in a minute. And we've got a spooky conspiracy of the week. Everything's spooky today. We've all got yeah. the same Halloween theme. Um, and <laughs> the non-spooky bit, subscribe, please. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to Whatcast. Follow us on all the social media, Whatcast with a K uh, and all that sort of stuff. But it's fine. give us a review. You can review us on Apple, five-star reviews or any reviews. If you don't like us, mm. three star, two star, one star, give us a review. But more important than reviews is to just make sure you subscribe because subscribing really helps us. Uh, you can subscribe anywhere you listen and you can review on Podchaser as well as uh, Apple and a few other places to let you do reviews. Uh, subscribe on YouTube as well if you have to. You get different <laughs> uh, content there, but it's getting more and more censored. So, you know, but we do we do put stuff yeah. up there. Uh, right. So. That's the intro bit done. We're getting straight to what of the week now, Lee. Yeah. So my what of the week this week is going to be, so, you know, every, when I drive around this time of uh, the year, you see loads yeah. of places for like that do pumpkin patches and stuff like this. Yeah. Right? Now, have you, have you ever been to one, Lee? No, I've never. A pumpkin patch, right? So. No. I used to, I've been a few times. So on in these places, you, like, you, I don't know if you pay, you don't, you don't pay to get in, I don't think, but they, they create the illusion. I don't know what they're like mm. in America, but this is what they're like in England. They create the illusion that you're going and picking yourself a fresh pumpkin for <laughs> Halloween, right? Rather than just getting one from the shops. But you go in there and you go out onto the field. It's mud, always muddy as fuck, this place is, right? And you go, you, see, you basically get caked in mud. 
looking for these pumpkins and then yeah. you go out onto the fields and all the pumpkins have just been lobbed on the floor. They haven't got a stem on them or anything. So they've just been like all pre-picked and chucked on the floor. They've probably been bought from the supermarket yeah. and lobbed on the floor yeah. on the pumpkin patch to make it look like they've grown, right? They're yeah. covered in mud. They're crap. And they're about eight grand. So you could go to you could go to the shop and get like three for four quid or something. Or you can yeah. go to the pumpkin patch and get uh, one for sort of six quid or something like that. Ridiculously yeah. expensive. But you always the authentic experience of picking pumpkins for yourself. None of them have got a stem attached to them. They're just completely loose, rolling around on the floor. All yeah. the good ones are generally gone because people take uh, wheelbarrows out, right? And put the pumpkins in the wheelbarrows and walk around with all the wheelbarrows and realise like, that they haven't got seven grand to pay for them all and tip them <laughs> all back out again, right? Yeah. Also, with these pumpkin patches, they're always deformed. Yeah. Pumpkins. Like, and, and the deformed, like you can get a, like, a, a yellow deformed pumpkin. That's about two grand more expensive than the, than the normal ones. That's why there's no GMO in them. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> so the orange <laughs> ones are GMO. But these ones, yeah. are, like, why would you want to pay for a non-authentic pumpkin? Like in Halloween, you want to see a pumpkin, carve it up, yeah. put a candle in it, uh, yeah. and stick it at the front or whatever, or put it in your living room or whatever, yeah. a pumpkin looking all Halloween-y. You don't want some weird pink or white or green thing that looks like a cock with a, an <laughs> owl in it and a fucking candle in it on the side i was gonna go oh look at that that's good no yeah why are they charging more for this shit and not roll it in the mud just check it you pick it yourself you've yeah, got yeah. a load of deformed pumpkins half price for, from deformed pumpkin bob down the road who's got yeah. a deformed farm that everything's <laughs> crap in you've bought all this shit from him and stuck it in your fucking uh pumpkin patch and then you charge a premium for people because you know people are going to bring their kids and the kids are going to want the pumpkins. If you take the kids yeah. to the supermarket, you just buy them a pumpkin. It's not a big experience. If you just go to the pumpkin patch, you take the kids. The kids yeah. are going to go there. What are they going to want? Oh, can we have this one? Can we have this one? Can we have this little baby one? Yeah, because this little baby one is seven grand more expensive than that enormous one over there <laughs> for some reason. But the kid's going to want really? it. It's a little and cute pumpkin, right? So they have this. So anyway, my I say to pumpkin patches, yeah. what? You're ripping what? off the public. This is a one time of year. I get it. This is a one time of year you can make money, but at least charge the price. If you're gonna, if you're gonna just offer the same product as the shop down the road, offer the same yeah. price as the shop down the road, then you'll be packed. You'll probably actually make more money because yeah. people like me have been there and end up buying one pumpkin for pacify your child, and then go to the shop and buy all the rest of your pumpkins there. <laughs> That's what I do. So it's to pumpkin patches this week. Yeah. Nice. I, I like it. I like, you're going to go I for like your conspiracy now. Yeah. So my conspiracy of the week this week, Matt, is uh, apparently the royal family is uh, related to Count Vlad Dracula. Yeah. Or uh, what, what they call him, Count Vlad the Impaler or is Tepes. That... Yeah. There was thing. his names. Yeah. So Tepes was uh, the Impaler. So, according to Roma- uh, Tepes Romain- was that striker that used to play for Man United. And that's yeah, Tepes. that's <laughs> <laughs> according to the Romania Tour Store website. Charles is the great grandson, sixteen times removed of a bit of a none other. I, bet I am as well, then. Yeah, I reckon I am as well. 
I'm, I'll write, I'm Scottish or something, 16 yeah. times removed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 16 what times removed. 18 times attached. What's that? Like when you're not That's removed. The, is that in the future? I don't know. When people say removed, what does that mean? Like great, 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 great grandson, 16 times. You have to say great 16 times. Oh, you wasn't actually Siamese twins with these people and they like removed your people. Imagine like Charles walking around attached to Count Dracula by the head. I want to go out and kill someone today. Uh, no, not with yeah. me attached. I want to bite your blood. <laughs> uh, it's bad for the environment. Uh, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's 16 times removed from Vlad the Impaler through the consort of George the Fifth and Queen Mary. I think it's George V. It's no. got these Roman numerals. I don't, what's this one mean? I, I, I'm Two. a bit thick with this. No. Oh, V. Roman, five. Yeah, fifth. Five. Yeah, George V. I was right. Yes. Yeah. He discovered his connection to the bloodthirsty ruler on his first visit to the region in 1998. Right. In a TV interview in 2011, the royal joked, Transylvania is in my blood. The genealogy <laughs> shows... This? Yeah, uh, this is Charles. Did he? Because he went, yeah, he went to Transylvania. Right. Yeah. And then I've got a guy who, who uh, one of my mates who lives here, he's from uh, Romania. And I always say to him, no, you're not from Romania, mate. You're from Transylvania. And he gets really pissed off that I say that. <laughs> Where is Transylvania? Is it in Romania? Romania. Yeah. 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 So the genealogy shows I'm a descendant from Vlad the Impaler. So I do have a bit of... A stake in this country. He was joking. Yeah, it was like like any Romanians listening. He was joking. He doesn't have a stake in Romania. Yeah, he was just making a fucking tongue in cheek joke. Yeah, yeah. And it, so, and, and, it, and if it's Charles, it's quite a substantial tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or if it's Andrew, oh, Andrew. Yeah, Gillay Maxwell documents released yesterday redacted Andrew's name a million times. Yeah. But other than that, it's not much else. Coming. <laughs> Would have been a crap show. No. So that, that that's the royals. Yeah. So what? So what about? So yeah. when when you say about so that's the royals to, to Dracula, right? So what is Dra- Is what was the truth behind the Dracula? Do you know anything about that? Yeah. You do. So Vlad the Impaler, like the so it, it, it the the book was written on him. Basically, he was basically a really nasty bastard. Right. So he he literally like just punished people and tortured them. That's why they called him Jack the uh, Jack Vladimir <laughs> Taylor because he used to impale people on like big spears and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah excellent. Jack, Jack the Impaler, love it. Yeah, yeah. Jack the Impaler. Yeah. So that's and um, basically they got they got the story from that. And there's a little fact for you. Yeah. The very first Dracula movie that actually come out, yeah, is if anyone has ever been to Whitby, you've been to Whitby, Matt? The, what? In Middlesbrough? Uh, Yorkshire. Yeah. There's a castle. So basically there's a there's an old castle ruins on the, on the cliff edge. Right. And the actual first Dracula movie, they used that castle. It's not the castle. What was that castle the other week that we was doing? The castle of the... Mother slaughters or something like that. In you know, in the Diana story that we did, there was a castle with a ridiculous name. Uh, 
that I brought up. I can't even I remember. remember. No, it was in Denmark. <laughs> where they're supposed to have done the That's brain. That's how important it is for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we do our research, then we immediately forget our research. <laughs> Too much yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, Dracula to the royal family, mate. So right. the so conspiracy they are, they are related to Dracula. They are, yeah. Well, so that's one it? conspiracy theory that's true. Yeah. And can so we could actually kill the royal... I mean, obviously we could, but the, the, the yeah. royal family, the way you should kill them to make sure is a stake through the heart. Yeah. To kill the royal family. They're not only vampires, they're lizard, lizards they as well. Do you reckon yeah. that's why Diana was in the tunnel for so long there to put a stake for her heart? Yeah, probably. Make sure she that to make sure she was dead. Chopped her head off. But they but the CI the, the what's his name? The, the bloke that was in the car behind that was like tasked with the job fucked it up. Yeah. Tries to put a rib yeah. eye through her. Um, it's probably Van Van Helsing. Who? A relation a relation a relation to Van Helsing who that's killed Van her. Helsing. He was a vampire killer, wasn't he? I don't know anything about vampire. You know, this one thing, one week vampires are going to be my hate of the week because all of these yeah. vampire programs, everyone seems to be so into. I can't stand them. I right. love it, mate. Well, we'll I'll fucking debate you on it then when, I, when we do this. <laughs> Long as it's not like a presidential debate. Yeah, no, yeah, because you can't, you got, I don't want to mute you, Mike, Lee. I can mute you whenever yeah. I want. I can't actually, I wouldn't have a fucking oh, okay. clue how to mute you, to be honest. <laughs> much technology here. I can mute you afterwards on the edit. Yeah. Right, anyway, uh, so it's time to go off to old the the cat lady. Yeah. June, her name is, and she uh, has got a tale to tell us about um, a ghost cat. And we'll be Good back day. after that. Okay, I'm here with June from, is it Murders, Mysteries and Meows, June? Yes. A podcast, which is a true crime podcast with a bit of a cat. What's, what's with a cat theme in it then, June? Uh, I'm... I like cats and I just, I talk about murders or mysteries. And then at the end, I have a fun cat story or fact or something to sort of lighten the, lighten the mood and end on a more pleasant. Got yeah. You're one of those cat ladies. You've got a lot of cats. Uh, we have three cats. Three. I've got one cat. Just been harassing me. I come home from the gym immediately. <laughs> it's only like a year old. Um, yeah. So what you've got, uh, speaking of cats, you've got a cat story, a cat ghost I story. I do. Is it, is it recent or is it from your childhood or when? Uh, kind of both. It's from the house I grew up in as a child, but I lived there until I was almost 30 and it was there off and on the whole time. Once really? Okay. Cat. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll, kind I'll, of both. I'll, I'll, I'll let you start with it then. Cause this is interesting okay. to me. Yeah. So, um, the house I grew up in, we had a ghost cat and it was only in two bedrooms, even after we remodeled and it would just sort of jump in, you know, people would come over and it happened to myself. It happened to multiple people. Uh, we'd have guests who'd come over. They'd never heard the story about a ghost cat, so they had no preconception or they weren't primed to look for or experience a cat. They'd sleep over and then they'd, you know, in the guest room, they'd come and say, oh, we slept with a cat last night. Where is it? It's like at that point, we didn't have a cat. Right. We had a dog who would chase cats. That's and right. So, what, no way... so what was they experiencing then? Uh, like just the feeling of a cat jumping up, like on the bed, you can feel a cat when it starts to jump up and then it'll like, Start, would start walking up people like so just on, on the bed, like, not physically they couldn't like feel fur or nothing like that on them i don't think so it's just on the bed um i don't never remember hearing about that but just the way we jump up in, on them on the bed so they could feel it on top of the blankets right they could uh, feel it some people i've heard kneading they heard purring or would feel the <laughs> vibration of purrs <laughs> That's mad. so when they yeah. said this you was already a 
you already knew about that you had already expected that I hadn't because when I was a kid it wasn't in the bedroom I shared with my brother right but I heard them telling my parents I'm like I'm not a cat we don't have a cat why didn't it sleep with me I was young enough that I didn't realize it and then I have felt it I felt it jump up on the bed and sleep on my feet and it's like I know there's nothing on the foot of my bed yeah I know we don't have a cat we have a medium-sized dog so there's no way it's our dog right but it was just an odd, eerie feeling. I'm not really one who believes in ghosts. So right. trying to kind of correlate that feeling with my beliefs and the feeling that I experienced and felt it. Yeah. So it was just like, so what did, what did you experience yourself? Just the feeling of a cat jumping up and sleeping on my feet. What? So did you not, you didn't see anything. Do you hear anything? No, I didn't. So you just had the experience that like you just like you would have if you was just down to your senses, like your sense of touch or whatever, or you're feeling uh, knowing how a cat behaves around you. That's what you felt. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's crazy. And yeah. how long? So this was the whole time you was in that house and not since. Well, yeah, we moved out of the house. So I haven't I don't know if it's still there or not, but, you know, it was there for the whole 28 years. I lived there. Have you got like when you have cats, are they particularly friendly? Yeah. Are they? Because my experience with cats, they're friendly when they feel like it. But like the, the concept of a ghost cat hanging around people to me is a bit like a lot of them are quite, um, you know, individual when they're alive. So I don't know why a ghost of a cat would be so keen to be around people. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, no, I do. Yeah. A, lo- a lot of the time cats are kind of like so they just go out and come home. They'll have a bit of a cuddle when they want one uh, mm-hmm. and then just bugger off out again for the rest of the day so a, yeah a ghost cat would potentially be like a bit more friendly than a real live living cat yeah it, all the cats i've known growing up and both of my grandmas were crazy cat ladies so they had a lot of cats around all the cats that i've known have all been very needy and very friendly and very much want to be with you in your oh, face right. what are you doing they're not very aloof they don't tend to wander off and do their own thing they're very clingy so did you have any idea what what this who which cat this was that then no. believed. So it was just a cat that was in the house when you moved in potentially. Yeah. When we moved in, I was six months old and there's no, we didn't have a cat. So there's no cat that was there until I got a cat in my mid twenties. <laughs> so we have no idea whose cat this was or where it came from. Did it freak you out? It was kind of odd, but by the time I felt it, I'd been hearing about it for so long and I knew about it. So it didn't bother me so much, but it was definitely a very eerie. I think I'd be really annoyed if I, if I was like trying to sleep and I just think, and I hope that ghost cat don't jump up on the bed tonight. Cause I'm really tired. It's going to bother me if that starts sitting on my feet or whatever. But, yeah. But it would just would jump up and just hang it on my feet. It didn't try and attack my feet or attack my toes or pounce on me or do anything annoying. It just sort of hung out there. Right. Oh my, my word! I've never heard of a ghost cat before. When you said that to me, when I asked <laughs> that it was going to, it wanted to do the show, uh, I just thought I need to speak about this one because I've, I've never heard of any kind of ghost animals before. I've heard of yeah. lots, since I've been doing the podcast. I've heard of lots of different ghost stories mm-hmm. and different um, things moving around or whatever, or sounds, or even mm-hmm. like uh, what do they call it with the the ghost monitor things that people have that go crazy or record the sounds and all oh, that the EDPs stuff. or whatever. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Uh, people with stories like that, but not about ghost animals. And have you ever heard of it? Have you ever spoke to anybody else about this that said, Oh yeah, that's happened to me or um, looked into it any further? 
No, not really. Only the people who stayed at my house and felt it. But other than that, no. And they've just independently said that. So the people that came into your house, you didn't say, we've got a ghost cat in here. Be careful. No. Uh, my Like I said, my boyfriend knew about it, so he felt it, but he had heard about it. But other people were just guests about in the night, so they hadn't heard about the ghost cat. They didn't have any idea or preconception or prime to experience it. They're just like, oh, your cat slept with us last night. Where is it? <laughs> so- mm. I'd have been, it's really weird. Like if, if there'd have been like sounds and stuff like this meowing mm-hmm. or whatever in the night, like, but there was nothing mm-hmm. like that. So we could nope. no kind of just a, the sense of a cat by everybody yeah. that stayed in that house. Yeah. Not everybody. Only some people. Oh, right, yeah, okay. It was very, yeah. It was and very it was, odd. Did you say it was just one room? No, it was in just only two rooms. Even after we remodeled the house and stayed there. Only two rooms. Could you mm-hmm. hear it sort of walking or anything? Mm-mm. Just feel it. I just feel it. How did you know it was a cat then? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, part of it is now that I know what a cat feels like, it definitely felt like that. And other people would say, oh, your cat slept with us? Right. As opposed to your dog or something else. Yeah. So it's just, just sort of just the way it jumps up and, sort of yeah. A cat. But generally, you're yeah. skeptical about ghosts. Oh, very. Very, very, <laughs> Can you so think, I know. think you had a ghost cat? That doesn't make any sense. So, I know. <laughs> I know. Are you, you skeptical? Skeptical about human ghosts, not cat, not cat ghosts. I'm skeptical 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 about ghosts. Period. So it's just a very odd, hard to. How do I balance that? That I experienced yeah. a ghost cat and don't necessarily believe in ghosts. So I don't know where I am with ghosts. Like I, I hear lots of convincing stories, mm-hmm. but. um it re- it's something that really, really interests. I think it interests most people. Mm-hmm. But it's something that really interests me listening to what people say. But uh, a lot of the time, some of the people we have on the show, they sound so convincing. But because I've never experienced anything, I just can't mm-hmm. get over that barrier. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. But with uh, animal ghosts, I've heard of ghost <laughs> dogs before. I've read about them anyway. But they're usually mm-hmm. like people can see a really vicious dog barking or something like that. And then they, they never had a dog. Some one of those sort of stories like, yeah, we, we went to this house and there was this dog barking, but there was no actual dog. But you're kind of this is like the, the, probably the most gentle ghost that wants to be irrelevant ever. That just kind of. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. like, oh, I like sleeping. I want someone to sleep with. You're nice. Yeah, well, curl up cats, by a person. Cats spend their life doing, isn't it, sleeping? So why not just do mm-hmm. it as a ghost? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> let everyone know what you pretty are. Pretty much. All right. Excellent, Joe. How regular is your podcast? Is it weekly, oh, monthly, bi weekly? Monthly. Monthly. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's unusual. Yeah, I'm usually busy enough with work. Right, yeah. I mean, we're all busy. I've, I've spent far too long doing my podcast and, uh, <laughs> than I should. Okay, thanks a lot for coming on, June, mm-hmm. and sharing your right, story. Yeah. And uh, happy Halloween to you. Thanks, you too. So that was June with a ghost cat story of uh, experiences with a ghost cat. Feeling of a cat laying on your legs when you're in bed or creeping around or whatever. No physical uh, contact felt, no meowing, nothing heard, just the feeling of a cat. Anyone heard anything like that before? Have anyone experienced anything like that? I'll tell you as June's boyfriend. Now, June referenced her boyfriend in that little chat there. And after we finished, June sent me a file of her boyfriend's point of view to this cat story and uh, what he thinks about it. So we're going to go to that right now. So here's my ghost story. Uh, 
I should start by saying that I am a skeptic. I do not believe in ghosts or anything of that sort or an afterlife or anything like that. And also, uh, I was told about this ghost cat prior to my uh, experience, right? So I go to stay over at my girlfriend's house and they have a guest room set aside and I'm told, hey, there's a ghost cat there, you know. And of course I dismiss it. You know, I know they have a dog, so I'm thinking maybe what people heard was the dog, whatever, right? And so I go get ready for bed. You know, I'm, I'm hanging out and I'm not asleep or anything, right? And uh, I feel some movement on the surface of the bed, right? I'm under the covers and I, I feel this kind of like uh, this shake, right? Like something jumped up onto it. And then I feel this weight, right? Nothing heavy, you know, kind of like maybe, you know, a couple of pounds. And I feel what's like, can only be described as something walking along my legs. And it walks on my stomach, walks onto my chest, and I feel this, like, lump weight just lay down, right? This just pushing down on my chest. And I'm like... Is this what they're talking about? You know, is this the ghost cat? And then I feel these rapid vibrations, which I could only describe at the time as, you know, like purring or something of that nature. And I've never had pets growing up. Uh, Haven't had a pet since uh, my girlfriend got her first cat. And, you know, I look back on it years later And we have a lot of cats now. And they walk all over my legs. They'll sleep on my chest and things. And it is exactly the same. I can look back and think, yep, this is exactly what a purring cat feels like on my chest. This is what a cat feels like when it's gingerly walking across my legs. And do I believe that it's a ghost cat? I entertain the idea because it makes for a better story, sure. But, to be fair, I also have no other explanation for it. You know, who's to say what it really is? But I do know that what I felt that day definitely felt like a cat. Right, so that was uh, the ghost cat story there, Lee. What do you think about that? Very good, mate. Very good. I'm uh, quite intrigued that she actually never saw it. She just felt or yeah. felt the vibration or something. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah very speaking strange. of weird, speaking of weird, you've got yeah. a ghost story for everybody, Lee. I have, yes. So my ghost story is uh, when I was a little bit younger, we used to live in this massive three-story house, and there was this. It was a three-bedroom. I used to stay in a little room. Well, my, my sister stayed in it first, and when she moved out, how old out, was you? I, late teens, I think. Right. Why did you just give me Hurricane Bert before you said that? I don't know. <laughs> how old was you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this little room, this little room in the house is it, apparently it's had a lot of activity go on. So when my sister stayed in it first, 
she one night she was sound asleep and she felt uh something heavy on the end of her bed and she <laughs> she said she woke up and there was this woman sitting at the end of her bed just sitting there just uh crossing her legs in the victorian outfit right, okay look yeah looked at seriously her. yeah a bit like ghostbusters this and went <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she watched Ghostbusters uh, oh, yeah. the night before. But yeah, the fashion won't... sense on the ghost in Ghostbusters. Yeah, she she um, she said she saw that. But yeah. years before, I remember my older brother. He, he used to uh, say that he used to see uh, shadows walking into that room because his bed was like facing the door, so he can see directly into the, the smaller bedroom. Right. And he said he see like uh, shadows walking into that bedroom as well. Really strange, really strange. So when my sister moved moved out, I moved out of uh, the bigger room into the smaller room because obviously I wanted my own room. And one night I was asleep, and I was kind of in in a subconscious sleep where I was uh, awake but asleep, where you can kind of hear what's going on around you, and. I got this person breathing into my ear and it was like, (sighs) (sighs) and I remember my mum, I remember my mum always said to me, Lee, uh, if you ever see a ghost or hear a ghost, just tell it to go away and it'll go away. And me being the teenager that I was, I just didn't open my eyes. I just went, oh, fuck off. Yeah. So you and just what was that ghost I've been hearing about? Yeah, oh. and it stops. <laughs> Did that? Yeah, yeah. Play that again. I like that. Go on. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of ghost. It sounds a bit like a ghost trying to say what, or a ghost going Ooh. yeah, ghost doing wiggly <laughs> fingers. Yeah, yeah, menacing. Yeah, so. That that was the ghost experience. Well, I think it was a ghost experience. I could say it was because it all of a sudden stopped and I can't explain it because it was definitely someone breathing in my ear. Mm. I don't know if it was my old man playing a prank. Did you me, feel breath on your ear? I didn't. Didn't feel anything. I just heard a, heard a noise. It was literally like it was here, right an inch away from my ear. Right. And it, and it just stopped. It was really, really strange. So when I moved out, uh, obviously, my, I'm a. I've got two brothers and one sister, so we mm. all moved out of my mum's house, and my mum decided decided to uh, downsize a house. So she got a new house, and these people moved into our old house. How big was this house she was in then? It's a three story house, so it's a three bedroom. So she downsized. She downsized. Yeah, What's the, to, the place? To, where does she live now? Uh, near Ashlands now. But the place that I know. No, that she's moved out. Of that. That was the house. Yeah, that was. That, that was the haunted house. house. Yeah, that was. The fucking been house. there. Yeah. <laughs> you told me this beforehand. I'm thinking this was like some ancient yeah. rickety old house on a hill or something they used to live yeah. in. Well, the way I've explained it, it could be. Yeah. But yeah, so she she moved into this new house, and this family moved into our old house. Uh, my mum my knew the people who moved into the old house. And one day, the kids uh, were frightened of going into my old room 
Right. So one day, so one day, the dad, so the bathroom is was right next to my old room. So the dad has walked out the bathroom, yeah, looked towards my old room, and just freaked out because he see he said he see this person standing in my old room, and he literally shit himself, ran down the stairs, and oh, with uh, the shit dropping his, everywhere, like yeah. Right. <laughs> told his kids shit. never like never to go in that room so he had two kids so he moved this kid into the bigger bedroom and boarded up that room and it's been bald- apparently been boarded up ever since just <laughs> <laughs> gonna play that in life yeah <laughs> the rest of my life when everyone tells me anything spoken, i'm just gonna play that <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, that, that, yeah. I've been in that room then, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. It, do you know what, right? In hindsight, looking back, do you know when you like your mind, your mind plays with your fucking, your, like your, your sight and shit like that? Yeah. That room was a strange room, like going, <clears throat> like looking in hindsight, <clears throat> because like the, the activity just went, that went on in there. I felt I felt completely comfortable in there. I didn't feel mm. scared to go in there or nothing. But when I heard that the new people boarded that bedroom up, I weren't at all surprised. No. So that's weird, Be- though. Boarded it up, yeah. wasting a bedroom yeah. because you said yeah. like, the figure. If the figure's in the bedroom and it's gone up, come out, uh, so it just never was seen anywhere but that room. No. Yeah. Boarding it up, saying, is that going to trap a ghost? I thought they could just go. I'm not, I, I don't know. I think it, they boarded it up to stop their kids going in there. All right. Um, yeah. That's just but got a stash literally... of porn in there, as in, just for pretend <laughs> yeah, it was a ghost. But... <laughs> That's what it is. Keep everyone out. Yeah. Like the, the, the way the mum explained it to my, my mum, like the, the dad got completely terrified yeah. of what he saw. And literally just legged it down the stairs, like freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but there's been a hive of activity in that room. So there's a bees in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? We should have tried to get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> if we should what? Sorry. Uh, we should have tried to get on that uh, Zach geezer off uh, Ghost Adventures. Have you ever seen that? I'll program? tell you what, right? There's a bloke that that's doing these podcasts uh, from yeah. a ghost, uh, the American one. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But he's got a big beard, but he's been on a few people that I know's podcast, and he's. I reckon I could get yeah. him on it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. I can't I've got to find yeah. out his name. I've forgotten what his name is. Anyway, uh, it's now time to go over to Riley with his. Uh, spooky Halloween animals corner, whatever you yeah. call it. I don't know what he's going to say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, over to Riley and we'll be back after then. Okay, I've got Riley here now, my little boy. He's back on. He'd done a podcast with me uh, a few months ago and he wanted to come on to the Halloween special to tell everybody about the spooky animals that people associate with Halloween. Uh, so, what animals have you got to talk to us about then, Riley? Okay, we've got. Oh, sorry. Wait, what? Okay, forward. Okay. Um. Okay, we've got the the heron first. What? What is that? X heron. It's spelled X H E R D A N. Okay, you what is it? Pronounce it how you want to. What is it? 
It's the world's scariest cat. Why? Because he's bald and wrinkly. It's bald? Yeah. It's one of them sphinx yeah. cats. Like, look, you can see him here. Yeah, they can't see though, Riley. I see it there. That's, oh. It is pretty scary looking, isn't it? Would you be scared if you saw that cat? Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently he's quite nice cat, but... Yeah. So, he's six-year-old, hairless fink, sphinx yeah. from Switzerland. He apparently looks like something out of Stefan's King Pet Cemetery. Stefan's King Pet Cemetery. I don't okay. know what that is. It's a but, film. Okay, yeah, I know. I know but anyway, next... Yeah. Is a little special part as that wasn't much, was it? No, but what are you going to talk about cats right. now? Yeah, um, black cat myths debunked. That's what it's called. Really? Yeah, so we'll do the debunk. <laughs> <laughs> you do the debunked bit first, Go on then, then we'll do the. the, the, the so, what myths are you going to debunk today? Um, that's the only one I'm going to debunk. No, but what myths about cats? Um, that they bring bad luck and they're. That's black cats, is isn't it? Yeah, so black cats' genes may one day help prevent certain diseases in humans. They don't go killing black cats. They don't. What's up? So, hang on, what's that? How do how black cats kill, uh, saving, curing diseases? It says one, like one day or something. Yeah, one, may one day prevent. Yeah, it's their genes. I don't know what that will. I don't know how it will do it. I just. What? What? Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know how it will do it. I just know it will do it. Right, okay. Anyway, at the beginning of Middle Ages, this is how they got their myth. Yeah. And beginning in the Middle Ages, black cats known for being friends with the devil and witches. Wow. Some people went as far as to believe... Um, that black cats were even witches who taken on another form. That's impossible. Well, hang on. People thought the cats were the actual witches, not the. Pet. I don't know. That, that's this. Like, this is in medieval days. Middle, oh, okay. Or in Middle Ages, beginning Mid- in the Middle Ages. Beginning of Middle Ages. I don't know what that is. But right. Okay. There might be Stone Age for you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who it was. Right. Anyway, this widespread superstition resulted in the horrific. Horrific mass killing of black cats and sometimes even their owners. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, what, they was killing black cats because they thought they was witches? Unfortunately, yes. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Many animal shelters won't, won't place black cats in homes during the October for fear of them being killed in demonic cir- circumstances. What, Circum- still? Monies, oh, what is that? So, yeah, you read it. Where are we? Um, the bottom one. Uh, Not the bottom one, the one above the bottom one. (laughs) Demonic ceremonies? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Um, That's weird. Next, we've done those guys. Let's, it's it's time to move on to vampire bats. Oh, you want to do vampire bats now? So there's nothing quite that's Halloween-y in animal world quite like a vampire bat, is there? No, I don't know what the hell that noise that was supposed to be. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Vampire bats eat blood. They have 38 teeth. 38. They got 38 teeth? Yeah. This is what they sound like. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> they mainly they they eat mainly cows, pigs, horses, and birds. Right. They have been known to chomp down on the occasional human. No. Really? Yes. Really. What suck your blood like a prop like like a uh, you'd say Dracula? Say, maybe suck your blood. I don't know how they eat it. Um, they only, these online. So they only eat blood. Um, some do. Uh, this is onto a different factor. Mm, wait, where is it? Um, vampire bats drink on. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll do it in order. So, vampire bats. Oh yeah, three species of bat only feed on blood. The common vampire bat. Wow. No. <laughs> Hairy legged bat. White winged vampire bat. That's it. Okay. Right. So, um, vampire bats live in Central and South America. Watch out. And do, do they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some do. Anyway, species of the sub, the species of the subfamily Desmondonteninae. What? No, just just. What are they? I don't know. Sub, they're a subfamily. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know fine. what that is, but yeah, I don't know what that says either. Don't worry about it. It's a long word. The bite, they, the the bite. I think that's meant to say they. They bite your skin, then lap the blood with their tongues. That's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Vampire bats drink about half of their body weight in blood. If they can't find blood for two nights in a row, they will die. Why are you sad about that? Are you happy that they're munching on your blood then? Would you happily give your blood up to them, Riley? No. (laughs) Bit like granddad is. Granddad's always giving giving everyone else's blood, isn't he? Yeah. Vampire bats can walk, run and jump. Can they? Well, they do the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, apparently they right. um, they have a special thumb that 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 helps them take off after feeding. So they do that. So they do thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up, everybody. Yeah, thumbs down. It's Halloween. <laughs> anyway, they have uh, no, no. They carry rabies, so watch out. They kill about one percent of the population each year, especially on Halloween night. Woo! <laughs> no, 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 no. That was Riley's made-up facts on the end. Okay, yeah. Right, what other animals have you okay, got, I've Riley? I've only got one, unfortunately. One I'm, more. I might have to go for a little bit of this. So, werewolves. Where, they don't ex- werewolves, they don't actually exist, so we're just doing wolf facts. Yeah, so, no, werewolves, werewolf, so werewolves are just a myth, aren't they? They're just yeah. like a horror film thing, but you wanted yeah. to do wolves because it's like they howl and stuff, don't they? Yeah, although we do... Um, there is one about werewolves. The werewolf is a great m- gr- is a Greek mythological creature and is not real. Wolves, <laughs> however, are still dangerous sometimes, and sometimes rabid, or rabid on Halloween. Oh God! We'll so get, we get rabid, like it's rabid. Ra- when they have rabies. Yeah. Rabid. But, I thought that just means go crazy on Halloween. Okay. Um. So, what do you know about? Do you know why wolves howl? Did you find that out? No, unfortunately. But wolves live in Eurasia and North America. Nothing to do with it, but... Yeah. yeah. They, um, and their scientific name is Canis lupus. Is it? Lupus. Lupus. It doesn't matter. Wolves used to live in England, but went extinct, unfortunately. 
They went extinct in England. Yeah, so they used to live... Um, if, like, we go back in time a little while, um, yeah, we would see some wolves roaming outside our house. Really? Yeah, because they used to live in England. They weren't just dogs, were they? Pretending to be wolves. <laughs> no, no. Bit they bigger. They weren't. Mutant dog. <laughs> Mutant dog. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me, I'm a wolf. No, you ain't. You're just a slightly bigger than average dog. <laughs> no, seriously. Gonna get my what of the week. What? Anyway, they live for six to eight years in the wild. They can run 60 miles an hour. Rabid, which is a wolf with rab with rabies, that's it. Rabid wolves usually act alone, often bite large numbers of people and domestic animals. Do they? Yeah, that's 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 all my facts. That's <laughs> pleasure. That's all your facts, end. is it? Yeah. So which one out of those three? So you said your cat Miv. So you obviously love cats because you've got mittens. Yeah, little uh, mittens. You're so cute. And wolves, you like dogs. So w- if you could choose to have either a werewolf or a normal wolf, uh, or a vampire bat, or a black witch's cat, which would you pick? A witch's cat. Well, even if it was a witch in disguise. I don't know. No. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think vampire bats are quite funny, though. Yeah, they're pretty funny. Like, I'd like, like to see one. Not all of them suck blood, actually. Not all of them. No, some, some of them don't. That means translating, and the fake translating. Well, um, I'm one that doesn't suck blood. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that bat said? Yeah, apparently, like, I, I know one other fact about bats. Oh, go on, Blacks. And what, like, I think they use, like, this is on my notes, so I'm going to have to go with memory here. I think they, like, to get around, they use um, echolocation to get around their dark, dark caves. I'm not sure if it's, they can't, I don't know, not sure if they can't see or if they just, um, um, even though there is a saying, blind of the bat, so. Yeah, exactly. But you you went in and fed some bats, didn't you? Do you remember yeah. when you done that zoo experience? You went in with a dark cave with the bats, didn't you? Yeah. And they, those guys weren't um, vampire bats. No, no, they wasn't vampire bats. Otherwise, you'd have been eaten, wouldn't you? Um, Maybe, yeah. if they was hungry. They'd have sucked some Riley yeah. blood while they uh, was in there. Even though they did suck the fruit. <laughs> yeah, they did suck the no. fruit, actually. They were fruit bats, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Right, have you got anything else you want to talk about with your Halloween-y spooky animals? Not really. No? You can ask one more question. We did this last time. I can ask yeah. you one more question, can <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, we did Thanks this last that. time. <laughs> You're going to give me your precious time. So, uh, what are you going to do this Halloween, do you think? Uh, I mean, I, was, I would say trick-or-treating, but it's the, the, the little COVID shit, like, running yeah, around, so r- you can't do that. that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna carve some pumpkins, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. And I think we're just gonna carve some pumpkins. Maybe have a fire in the back garden. Yeah, maybe and do we're gonna like do what that. that kind guy did and make a broadcast pumpkin. Yes. Maybe we could do that. Could like, do. And I just have it every year round. Maybe. Yeah. Did you like that broadcast pumpkin? Yes. That was made by someone called Dawn. Dawn, thank yeah. you, Dawn. Here's your shout out. Thank <laughs> you, Dawn. I, I'm taking over Daddy's job now. Cool. All right, thanks for your, your time, Riley, and thank you for giving us all this information on these uh, animals for Halloween, especially the vampire bat. That was really good. You're welcome. And we'll be right back.
Right, that was Riley there, my son Riley, with his uh, vampire bats and all that kind of stuff he was talking about there. So thanks for that, Riley. So we are now going to give a little brief uh, history of Halloween before we go into the lady with the story with the ghost party in her house. So I don't know much about the origins of Halloween. We've just been discussing this uh, off air. Yeah. So I've got a ba- very basic bit of knowledge about this. So basically, I think this is what I what I know. Yeah. You can fill in the blanks. Anybody that wants to take me up on my uh, inability to explain Halloween, I've got one word for you. What? Get a life. Because <laughs> it ain't that important, is it? I'm just going to like yeah. proper, just going to. So basically, it started in Ireland. So lay your Irish. You claim to be Irish every now and then anyway, as yeah. well as uh, well, loads of other be, nationalities. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. you can't make your mind up. It's the most confused man I've ever met. Australian a lot of the time. Sometimes yeah. you can walk around with corks hanging off of your hat and other times yeah. you're going to kiss the Blarney stone. I can't make out yeah. which, uh, what, what nationality you are, but you, your surname yeah. is Irish. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll make out this was you that invented Halloween. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do me. Uh, so the Irish come from a, a, a pagan festival yeah. that originated, I believe, in Ireland. Uh, and it was Samhain or something like that it was called. Yeah. Samhain. This is what white witches and stuff celebrate. Samhain. I've, yeah. I've, I've spoke to a white witch and she should be coming on at some point, but I don't know when. Uh, but that's what they, they a festival of uh, the pagan festival. But it, they yeah. started off uh, marching around the streets uh, on All Saints, the All Saints Eve, which was All Saints Day is the 1st of November. Yeah. All Saints Eve uh, is... Uh, October the 31st. So it's the day that all of the ghosts of their last day before they have to fuck off because it's all saints day, apparently. So they will yeah. come out and cause mischief apparently on, on October the 31st. Like so, Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. So all, all of these people, cause, cause apparently all of the ghosts <laughs> <laughs> come out uh, on halloween back that's what they believed so they thought to ward off these evil spirits what they did was they carved out turnips <laughs> <laughs> they carved out turnips and put spaghetti faces in turnips yeah to um ward off these evil spirits uh and make them like not bother them basically yeah but then obviously the americans got hold of halloween all Hallows Eve, it became Halloween. Yeah. And for some reason, they put a, sh- a weird apostrophe in Halloween, don't they? Yeah. In between the two E's, for some reason, this happens now. Uh, I don't know why that is. I'm sure someone's going to tell me. People do tell me pointless things that I'll get wrong. <sighs> and uh, they, Americans took this and turned uh, turnips into pumpkins and everything else into trick-or-treat and dressing up and all yeah. the other stuff that we see today that has become to the Western world now uh, with loads of different decorations and traditions like Halloween, special Halloween games that people play, trick-or-treating and all this other stuff all come from America. So today's modern Halloween comes from America. The origins of Halloween comes from Ireland and the pagans and turnips. So there you go. There's a bit of information like I thought I'd share there because I knew yeah. I knew it anyway and didn't have to look it up. So I thought it was a lazy way of uh, filling a couple of minutes. And that's what yeah. I did. So what do you remember about that, Lee? You know anything else about Halloween, Origins of Halloween? Or what have you got any Halloween memories? I know what Halloween memories you've got. Do you remember that Halloween? Yeah. Do you remember when we do went you, to the Do you know what? You must have read my memory, uh, yeah. my mind, because like memory and mind. So 
yeah. Do you remember when uh, we all went to that church yeah. in Pitsu, Church on the Hill, yeah. and we was talking about like uh, putting salt on on this evil grave or something like that. We told you to do that. You brought yeah, a load of salt up. At, we was all hiding yeah. in in bushes, uh, so you you was spr- sprinkling salt on the graves. Yeah, this is a place called is it St Michael's? It was St Michael's Saint, in Pitsy, Saint, Saint, Saint yeah, Michael's yeah. Church, uh, and a load of us went up there in the, about twenty years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. If not more, and uh, we went up there and uh, we decided with a load of people was hiding in the bushes. Lee went up there with someone else, uh, a bloke called Danny. And Lee was sprinkling to piss off the spirits. We were sprinkling, <laughs> sprinkling <laughs> table salt on the yeah. uh, on the graves. And one of the plans was that some one of the Arthurs was supposed to go underneath a load of leaves with a glove, yeah. like a werewolf's glove, and yeah. grab Lee's leg as he walked across <laughs> and like try and shit him up, right? But what actually happened was it was pissing down with rain, so no one wanted yeah. to go under the leaves because they would have got absolutely fucking filthy. But there was enough yeah. leaves that people could have gone under there. Uh, so uh, another couple of people, a couple of people probably listening to this that, that was yeah. there, uh, and uh, another couple of people went into the bushes and they had an umbrella. <laughs> so we started opening and shutting the umbrella in the bush to make a kind of a weird noise and to click, like, snap some twigs. So Lee would think, who's over there? Who's over there? It was only me and Lucy there, weren't there? It was me and Lucy yeah, yeah. and you yeah. and Danny. I think there was Jean as well. Was Jean yeah, there? Jean was in hiding at this point. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so... So basically, none of this worked. Lee just completely ignored all of this shit and just carried on with his salt packing <laughs> it on the graves. And <laughs> so someone started doing a spooky noise, which sounded similar to that ghost that was just on. Yeah, go and play playing. it. Oh, it's gone off. What have I got here now? This is a noise. Right, well, it didn't sound like that. But someone yeah. was in the bushes uh, and they were making ghost sounds, right? Uh, so that's the sound they were making. That was probably more realistic. Yeah. They were making ghost sounds. And, uh, so Lee looked around, looks in direction of the bushes that, uh, someone had a torch that was going to turn on and off in the bushes and the torch batteries ran out. This was a disastrous <laughs> prank. This was about the worst prank that has ever happened. So Lee's turned around yeah. to the bushes, heard a couple of noises, heard whatever it was, and just looked at the bushes and went, what? And carried on sprinkling <laughs> the salt. So everyone just came out. And then Lee was like, oh, hello, everyone. What are you lot doing? <laughs> that was a terrible prank. But that was a Halloween memory, wasn't it, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. The Brilliant. fucks everything up. Oh, it was pissing down rain when it was horrible yeah. day. Yeah. I, I was like reluctant to go because it was like pissing down. I thought, ah, oh. but I thought but, we need to do something on Halloween. But it is actually a, quite a spooky that 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 place uh, that church was like the, the yeah. nightmare of my childhood. Like that was because yeah. there's a witch's grave there. There's a grave to an actual witch in that church. Yeah, yeah, uh, and things like this. It was quite um, a satanic place, wasn't it? Back in yeah. the day, quite a few things happened yeah. there with me. I, I would get into the stories, but it's not particularly. Yeah. Um, Ghost. It's mentioned in freaks. a doomsday book or something. In uh read, yeah. St. Michael's yeah. Church in Pitts. Anyone wants to look it up, it'll probably be all over the internet. But this is where we were. Back then it was a fortune. Now it's just like a, a, a tower that's turned into yeah. they've turned it into yeah. a uh, like a 
a four, four G mast or something. Ever yeah. <laughs> it's still yeah. like the church towers; you can still see it from everywhere. Yeah, but, uh, it was an actual. The whole church was still built then. It was it was rickety, but it was. I think it was surrounded by a fence when it because it was dangerous yeah. or something. Yeah, it was over there or Canudan Church. Ruin, Canudan Church, also in Essex. We used to go there on Halloween, didn't we? Yeah, and yeah. you there with the gates of hell, yeah. 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 With uh, that radio Martin or something. Yeah. Martin Day was like a famous local radio host and uh, he was up there the same night as us running around trying to open the gates of hell at the Canoodon <laughs> Church. <laughs> and the police showed up, didn't they, and everything like yeah. this. And we got recorded, didn't we, and got put on the radio because yeah. asking yeah. us why we were there. It was such like a witching point or something, the crossing lines of witches in the entire world. One of two witching lines, whatever they are, crossed yeah. in Canudan. And there's always got to be nine witches living in the village and all this kind of stuff if you look it all up. But it was a load of crap to me anyway because I didn't really <laughs> believe any of that stuff. But we, you know, we say all this now, but we were shitting ourselves going into that yeah. church that night. Do you know we? what? When I come home, we should go out there again. Yeah, and uh, do like a uh, a ghost hunt or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to yeah. wait till next fucking Halloween, but we could do a live yeah. podcast from there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So you know, remind us of that. Anybody that's still mm. listening in a year's time, you're going to do that podcast from Canode, and yeah. So anyway, now we're going to go to the uh, chat that I did with the ghost of the lady uh, from Small Foreign Fact Check Podcast. That's what ah. it's called. Um, and her name was Jill. And she's got a few stories about the house she used to live in, including a party of ghosts. And we'll be back after that. <laughs> okay, I'm here now with Jill from the Small Foreign Fact Check podcast, right? Yep. Yeah, that which is a true crime podcast. Uh, and it's, what, you're only a couple of months old, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yep, started yeah. in September. Yeah, I've just been listening to, she's done a two-pack two Shakur uh podcast about a week ago a few days ago it seems i've just been listening to this so uh tell us a little bit about your podcast then jill yeah thank you so much for having me um so i do unsolved crime and mysteries um really trying to get to the bottom of of who killed tupac um really think that's something i can accomplish in my lifetime um so so just some some small goals with that um and you know as you know there's nobody else in the true crime space really (laughs) a small niche uh for me to conquer yeah, so yeah exactly. we're having having fun over there just the other, yeah. just the other seven billion of you that mm-hmm. uh so today you've got some ghost stories so jill's been telling me that she used to live in a haunted house and there was all these different towels so i'll let jill just run rampant with this one because she just like made my eyes go wide a couple of times before we came <laughs> on so i'm gonna let her tell you so tell us about this house jill yes so i grew up in a haunted house um i i say that and people are always like no, you didn't. You're an idiot. Um, and then people come over to the house and they're like, this is fucked. I'm never coming back here ever again in my life. Um, so, and I really do consider myself to be a skeptic. So yeah. I, you know, I, it's, it was a weird place to, to live. Um, definitely got a lot of bad mojo in there. Um, got a couple stories, um, really just a lot of experiences in that house. Just always pretty much every day feeling something weird. You know, there's cold spots in the house, always seeing stuff outside of the corner of your eye. Um, my brother has a really great story um, that I was telling you about, about a ghost party that happened in our house. Yeah. I want to hear um, about the ghost party. Tell me about the ghost party. Yeah, a ghost party. Super fun. Um, yeah. if, you can get, if you can get an invite. Um, so one thing to know about this story is that I had, I had real boozy parents. Um, my parents owned a, a dive bar. I don't know if that's a term you guys are familiar with over there. No, only on video games. I don't know what a dive bar is. Tell me. 
it's just like a real shitty bar. Um, right. So it's like just a bad bar. Um, yeah. So not like a nice place you'd go to. Um, I mean, most, so, most of our audience are American anyway, so I'm sure everybody will know what you're talking about. So. Oh, good. Yeah, they all, they all know about shitty bars here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my parents owned a dive bar. Um, my dad bought it, I think, in the 80s because he wanted a bar in California that he couldn't get kicked out of. Right. Um, and so uh, it was not unusual for our parents to bring home, like, you know, bar flies and, and continue the party back at home. Um, so my brother was he was living at the house at the time um, and he heard our back door open and he heard this whole party come in um, with our dad. Um, and so just the normal stuff, hearing drinks, it was super loud. Um, everybody's having a good time. Um, so they go through the house um, and he hears it like all throughout the house. And then um, as this isn't my story, so I'm trying to remember it. Um, so at the time he did BMX racing. I mean, he had a bunch of medals for that. Right. And um, they were all lined up on his wall. And he says at, at one point, one by one, they all fell off the wall as if they were timed. Um, and he was like, that's weird. Um, and then well, he heard quick, the party quick succession or over like a period of time. He said it was over like 30 seconds each. It would be right. like 30 seconds. One, maybe not 30 seconds, maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, but it was as if they were timed in an interval. Um, right. And then he, and then he hears the party whoosh out of the house. Um, the back door closed. Um, and then he hears our dad go from um, his bedroom to the bathroom. And my brother goes out and is like, who were all those people? Why was that so quick? And our dad had no idea what he was talking about. He said he'd been in the house the entire time. He hadn't been at the bar at all that day. Um, and he'd just been asleep. So some ghosts came through our house and just what? had a good time and knocking shit off the walls. What is that about? So like, how? So you just said to me that you're quite skeptical about this stuff, right? So how can you? How are you skeptical if you have a ghost party hanging about in your house there? Well, what, what, what would be the other explanation? <laughs> you can't be that skeptical to think that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, it's weird how those things can happen to you and you can be like, I don't know if I believe yeah. this. And then at the same time, you're like, I've seen some ghosts. I've talked to ghosts. Right. Because um, this is yeah. exactly the same conversation as what I was having earlier on with the other guest that, that both her and her boyfriend were saying they're complete skeptics, but they had this <laughs> experience. And I'm like, mm, I am quite skeptical, but I've never I could I couldn't point to anything that, that would ever convince me otherwise, other than what I hear from other people, which I always find really interesting. I love having people on talking about this stuff. But for me, there's not really anything I could ever say to anybody that, that they couldn't just have an explanation for. But I'd love to I'd love to see something like that. I'd love to hear a load of people in my house and <laughs> things get knocked. Well, I'll say I love to. I'll probably shit myself if that happened to me. But like uh it's interesting, at least. At least I'll be able to point to something and say, right, I'm a believer now. So what what other experiences have you got? You said something about the attic. Yes. Um, so it's not really an attic. Um, it was. It's really like just a space in the ceiling. Um, so it's not really like an attic where you'd go and store stuff, but it has like a crawl space up to it so you can get up there and do like any sort of work that you need to do. Yeah. Um, and so I, for the longest time, was hearing stuff in there, um, like people, it really felt like footsteps. And it must have been over the course of like months that I was hearing this. Um, and I would tell my mom and she would be like, you're hearing raccoons, you're hearing possums. And I was like, I'm pretty sure these are some big ass possums if that's yeah. up there. Um, and I heard it like every night, um, really scared the shit out of me. And the crawl in the, the, the opening um, was right outside the door to my room. Um, and it's, so it's made of this big, I think like plaster. Um, and one day I woke up after hearing all these noises the night before and the, the entrance to the crawl space was just like in 
pieces on the ground, like all crumbled up, like something had crashed through there in the middle of the night and nobody heard it crash. Nobody saw anything come out. Um, But that freaked me out forever. What? Uh, Yeah. So I don't know if somebody was living in there or. Did you ever think to like sort of put hidden cameras anywhere? No, like I'm in the camp of, I don't want to see it. No, uh, I know what it you can mean. be there. It can exist. I don't want to see it with my eyeballs. Yeah, you want to be able to kind of like doubt your own um, ears, if you like. Like you want to be able to plausible deniability, I guess. Yeah, yeah I want to think it's a possum, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like we had loads of noise in my loft in the, in the attic here a couple of years ago, but it was just rats. I found oh. them. <laughs> I was like, what's going on up there? I went upstairs. Yeah, there was rats. Well, there. maybe you've got ghost rats now. Could be. Well, it was a ghost cat earlier on, so I'm 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 thinking anything's possible now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard anything about that about ghost animals from anybody? Not ghost animals. Not that I can think of. No. Was there any yeah. other? Have you ever kind of seen anything that you thought, "What the fuck was that?" Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What, in that house. Yeah. Um. So our computer room was in the dining room. Um, and so our computer was facing a wall and then there was a hallway to our left. And I pretty much every night would see like out of the corner of my eye, like a figure passing through the hallway. Right. Um, and it was the same area where we had, a, had a cold spot, like the type of place where you'd like put your foot down and then get that panic of like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so always in that spot, I saw something out of the corner of my eye. And then another thing is that in our bathroom, my for some reason we had this like frosted glass window in the bathroom which is spooky in itself i don't think you should have windows in a bathroom like i don't want anybody (laughs) watching me in the shower but it was like frosted to where you couldn't you're not supposed to be able to see in it but you could see figures outside of it like if somebody was at the front door and i always felt like i was seeing figures through that window like watching me take a shower like it was the spook like spooky haunted shower there would never be a bathroom downstairs here so really? You, yeah. <laughs> so that would be strange in itself. Like everything, every bathroom I've ever been in has been upstairs. So no one could possibly be outside. But That's like, that, very would freak, that would freak me out anyway, just the thought that someone could be standing there through the frosted glass. But yeah, it was so, oh my God. So it's, there's like figures there looking through the glass, things out the corner of your eye, anything smash, anything get thrown at anybody, anything fall off shelf all the time, something like that. Hmm. Not a lot of like physical action. Um, I'm kind of in the camp of believing that if spirits are real, it takes a lot of energy to manifest what's art, what they're already doing. Right. So, so I think that sort of physical manifestation is really difficult. Um, like, like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, the ghost told me, uh, but I did hear, I think the, one of the spookiest things I experienced is I was asleep one night and I woke up and I heard voices in the room with me. And it sounded like a mom and a daughter. Um, and I heard the kids say, like, do you think they can see us? And the mom, like, comforting the daughter and saying, like, no, I don't, you know, nobody can see us. Um, and then that was it for that experience. That's probably the spookiest thing that happened to me because it you was heard right this. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, don't it was fuck. a fucked up house. I don't understand yeah. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you heard an actual conversation in that room. I was I'll just you, waking you up. Must, you must have had a lot going on there to, for that to not immediately pop to your mind first in this. <laughs> because if I had yeah, a I conversation, mean, I'd be like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Like, it wasn't anybody outside. No. Um, I mean, I, I don't think so. Like the way that our house was set up is it would be really for anyone who been like outside of my window. 
because um, yeah. it would have been really far into the yard. Um, and also a weird conversation to have like a kid and mom like right yeah. outside of my window. Um, yeah, it was just a like, yeah, people talk about hauntings and they're like, I saw something once. This is a house where like every night things were feeling wrong. Like people, there are many people who have come to that house and they felt so suffocated by like the bad energy in the house that they're like, I'm never coming to your house ever again. Not even in the daytime, not for anything. Yeah. I'm never coming to this house ever again. And in fact, I have not been back to that house. It's still owned by my family. I haven't been there in five years maybe and i'm never gonna go back again is it old it's um i don't think it's that old um it's not like a big victorian house or anything um i think it's maybe like no more than like 40 50 years old Um, it's not like it's not like some weird rickety old house on top of a hill with constant lightning striking it and this one of these (laughs) weird things you see in a film on in a street with houses looking the same all around it the only thing weird about it is the back neighbor, um, so separated just by a fence, is a Lutheran church. And right. I've heard stories that there might have been a cemetery there sometime, but I don't think that that's true. Um, mm. I think that's just people trying to explain why why the house is so fucked up. Yeah. I had someone on uh, another podcaster, actually, months and months ago now, that was talking about ghost stories. And she was saying that... Um, that there was something in a house that she used to live in, or it's like an heirloom that was haunted. And whoever had this thing had these experiences with independently without even kind of talking to each other. They'd all say the same thing. And I'm wondering like what, rather than ghosts, do you reckon like it could be just, I don't know. What do they call it when, when something's replaying, uh, that's in an object like almost i don't know something to do with time loops or something like that people talk i can't remember how they explain it like the past is replaying because something's yeah i was actually thinking about that the other day like sort of like some sort of warp in the time space continuum that yeah things are replaying and and somehow the energy is is intercrossing that makes sense for a lot of like a lot of what i saw were things that were not like things weren't coming at me they were just happening um, so I kind of as- ascribe to that theory of like it, there's some sort of just like time replay um, yeah. or another thing that I, I believe about the house is just bad energy. Like maybe it's not spirits, maybe it's not like ghosts, but there's just so much bad energy in the house that is, is attached to something. Was um, anybody w- living there? Like, was anybody living there that, that just said, this is a load of shit. You're talking rubbish. None of this is going on. Or it was everybody just accept the fact that, yeah, this is a bit weird here. Um, everybody accepts it and everybody, yeah, nobody like denies each other's experiences. My mom cares a lot less about it. Um, my mom is the kind of person who like doesn't take shit from anybody. So she's like, if a ghost lives in my house, they need to pay me rent. Um, so she doesn't really think about it too much. Um, so she's the only one who, who doesn't care. Yeah. Cause, cause usually you get that, like somebody, you just can't get someone to hear these stories and some people just believe it and other people never see nothing. And you just think, is this one person imagining stuff or, is this one person got some kind of energy that's attaching to them? You, Cause you hear these, I was listening to some exorcist woman on a podcast. I can't remember her name. And she was talking about how there's these energies are attached and she can see them as clear as day. She was saying, and all this weird shit. Uh, and she could see if someone's got something attached to them, that's bringing them down and making their moods change and all this kind of, and I'll, you, you sit and listen, you think what a load of shit. And then you think about it and you think, oh, fuck do I know? It could be completely true. Couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know yeah. I think there are definitely, there are definitely some people who are more sensitive than others. Um, yeah. 
it's definitely questionable what they're experiencing. The way she was talking was like, this is just normal. And some people are haunted and so not, she wasn't even saying it was ghosts. It was all energy stuff she was talking about. She had names for all of them, tricksters or something like that. And these other things, I don't even know what it was. But it was interesting to listen to anyone. Whenever I hear mm-hmm. stories about people when only only things are happening to one person and everyone else thinks they're crazy, I think I think back to that. But this, in your case, you're saying that everybody was Yeah, really, yeah, not only just everybody in my family, but like I said, anybody who's ever come to the house beforehand, I've been like, Guys, I know you guys think I'm not crazy, but I'm going to change that right now by telling you that my house is haunted. And they're like, that's insane. And then they go into the house for like 10 minutes, like not even a long period of time. And they're like, I felt suffocated. Like yeah. I felt in my body, like a crushing, like a pressure in this house. Um, so really, any, it, it doesn't take long to go in there and, and be on board with the, that house is haunted as fuck. Yeah. So any... Jill, any other experiences outside of that house for you? Is that it? The house, every every other, you've never had any other kind of ghost experiences b- beyond that house? The only other experience, it's not my experience, um, yeah. but my brother, the same one with the medals, he has a story about um, in um, in his house, his mother, so we have different moms, same dad, right. um, and his the night that his mom passed away, um, his wife claims to have seen the ghost in in the house um, that like she came to say goodbye to them. Um, and, and the time that she saw it lines up exactly with when she did pass away. Um, so yeah, she claims to have seen. Yeah, that sort of thing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it freaks me out. I don't know. Oh, you got you got to do something freaky on Halloween week though, haven't you? <laughs> hey, have you got, what's your topic on your podcast this week? You doing anything different? Um, this coming week, I'm going to do the death of Jack Nance. He was a um, an actor in Twin Peaks, right. um, and he was murdered, um, and it's unsolved. So going to take a look into that one. Right. Okay. When does your podcast drop? What day? Is it same day every week? Or? Yep. Comes out on Tuesdays every week. Oh, Tuesdays. Have you, how did you find that? Because I do Mondays, and I don't, I don't know whether to change the day. Yours working yeah. out all right? Yep, I just Googled it. I said, Google, tell me what to do. I don't know how to podcast. And Google said, drop it on Tuesday. And I said, that sounds great, Google. Okay, I might switch to Tuesday then. Oh, okay, Jill. Right, thank you very much for coming on and sharing your experiences with us on on our Halloween special. And uh, all I've got left to say is happy Halloween to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Happy Halloween. No problem. (laughs) Shut up and sit down. Other haunted house there from Jill. Uh, yeah, that's so, good. So hate of the week time, though. Spooky yeah. hate of the week this week. <laughs> so yeah, hence the spooky music that I just played. So yeah. what we do? You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first if you want. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always saying, oh, you go first, mate. I'll go first. You go first. Stop being so, so fucking polite. <laughs> so my hate of the week this week, Matt, is. Yeah. My spooky hate in the week is bobbin apples or apple bobbin, as they call it. Now, why why is this associated with Halloween? I think, I, I, I think it's because dead men tell no tales. <laughs>
<laughs> but I might be wrong. Yeah. No, but I, I had to look this up because it was really bugging me because, it, like, as you as we said earlier, like Halloween's become really Americanified now, yeah. and it's like every kind of like film you see about Halloween, American film. They got right, so. What, first of all, before you give us the history of it, what do you hate yeah. about Bobbin Apples? I just don't see that there's any connection. What what is so spooky and like menacing about Bobbin Apples? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I've never done, like, it. done it. No, never done it. No, never done Bobby. I see it on TV, like when you watch American films and stuff. They're bobbing apples, but yeah, I've never, I, ha- I've never ha- been anywhere where they've been doing it, and I've never no. done it myself. But I just think to myself, what, what relevance has that got to do with Halloween? It's got probably, I don't know. It's got no relevance to anything. Oh, let's play a game, bobbing apples. All right, then. Yeah, that's yeah. spooky. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you, right, so I had to look this up because I, I, was, I just thought to myself, there must be some relevance to it, yeah. even though I hate it that much, there must be, all I, <laughs> so all I can see that people get out of bobbing apples, right, is really pissed off or if they're pretending to enjoy it, a fake career laugh, <laughs> look, he, he didn't, he, he, he didn't get a bobbing apple. <laughs> and I, just, I just think to myself, fuck off, mate. So I looked this up, right? So bobbing apples. So this is the history of it. And it's very short. When the European settlers came to America, they brought with them apple seeds and right. their and their fall customs. Yeah, I don't know. That, well, that in the 18th century, they had, they had customs there, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> what, the airport? Yeah. Yeah, go through customs. Yeah. So uh, perhaps the biggest reason apple bopping became, became synonymous with Halloween has to do with the Celtic festival, Samhain. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a Gaelic celebration that marks the end of the harvest season. And the beginning of winter, right? So that's apparently where the apple bobbing comes from. Ah, yeah. So because it's like harvest festival, like it's like fruit in a bowl. Let's bob for yeah. apple, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's not really anything to do with Halloween, is it? It's just no. kind of the same time of year as something yeah. else. So they incorporated it into some Halloween games. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so uh yeah i don't know why you hate it though you haven't really told me this i hate it because it has no relevance to halloween right okay so that's the reason why you hate it yeah. it's a halloween it's, activity it's, that doesn't relate to halloween in any way yeah it's, it's like uh wearing a fucking uh bikini on christmas day as a tradition yeah yeah uh <laughs> right my hate of the week is spiders webs <laughs> Yeah. I fucking hate them. Like, they're yeah. that annoying to they? right? So especially yeah. during like the, when you it's darker, like in the winter, like now. Yeah. I mean, it's always like what time I go to work. I go to work in like half past two in the morning or something like that, and and things like this is always uh, middle of the night, basically. It's always dark yeah. no matter what time of the yeah. year I go to work. 
but you sort of like you go uh you go in your back garden and say you're doing like uh it's sort of bonfire night or something like that yeah and you haven't been out the garden for a few months uh so there's a load of cobwebs have built up everywhere right yeah uh, spiders webs cobwebs whatever you want to call them and um so you think oh, i better clean up all these cobwebs so you get a broom or something clear up all the cobwebs so people can sit down and all this other shit yeah. and then um you go uh turn around just cook a sausage or something like this or have a beer <laughs> yeah turn back around the cobwebs come back we just clear like two seconds ago <laughs> there it is again but bigger this time yeah so if i get your broom something all on, on. fucking clear it up again turn around anyone want a sausage on this thing i'll just blow fire turn around massive cobweb <laughs> where you've just been just keeps reappearing right and getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah also uh Anytime you put anything, like you can put something pristine, like new garden furniture out, something like this, within 10 minutes, it's full of cobwebs. Like, yeah. just like that. Where, where are they come from? They couldn't see any spiders before. But the worst thing about them, right? The worst the, yeah. the thing I ha- makes me hate them, because this is just inconveniences, this sort of yeah. stuff. But the thing that makes me hate them the most is every time I leave for work in the morning, I, I yeah. open the door, I walk out, and immediately get clothes lined by a cobweb. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'll take totally you into mean. it, and it's like a big, yeah. it's not like, not like the web, but one pit, one piece going across where you're walking. Like does one the little, spider, like the spider think, just... right? But does the spider think that he, he thinks right? I'm gonna fucking do a web in front of the door because I need to catch this human being to kill him, even though I'm like the size of a fucking pinhead. Yeah. Why do they do that when, like, when they, they they make a little web in the corner, right? A yeah. corner of something. You think that's oh, fair enough? They might catch a fly, yeah, or bug or whatever they're trying to catch. They'll do that, and then they'll then they'll spin this really long bit to an irrelevant place over there. Yeah, like there's one bit going there? off to a different. Huh? How do they get there? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, like Spider Man, no, when he spins no, a thing out of his wrist. Yeah. But they'll do a web, say, on a door handle or something like that. And then the bush will be about five feet away, not connected to the fucking house yeah. whatsoever. And it'll be connected to that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, it's like I'm sure that there's bit that, like, if there's a spider outside now, it's like it's going to spin a web in a minute on my front door and connect it to your front door somehow. <laughs> But they spin yeah. webs ridiculously amounts of lengths away. They're just a yeah. clothesline everyone on. <laughs> And the other time, like, it's worse when uh, you can see them. It's not worse because you don't walk into them. And you can, but like when it's like a, a wet, it's like a misty morning or something like that. Yeah, you can see all the all the uh, water on the web, and you yeah. can see the clotheslines. You you you've got to duck under. It's like Mission yeah. Impossible. With you know when they have got the fucking uh, beams going across the room, and you've got to fucking crawl underneath them or go above them and all that sort of shit to to break into the safe. Yeah, yeah. But it's that with webs. Yeah, and your front guard, you just got to step over them, duck under them, go along the floor, all well, this sort you know of shit to avoid, to avoid getting clothes on by these webs. Go on. You need to be careful because it could be a white widow. No, false widow. False widow. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. False what widow. Is... False widow. The coronavirus of spiders. <laughs> 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 Completely irrelevant, but everyone makes a big deal out of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like... shit. Yeah, I like that hate, mate. I can, I can relate to that because it's like, it is annoying. I remember as a kid, I was walking over the shops and it was dark 
And I thought, I'll cut across the uh, through the conquer trees. Yeah. And I got attacked by a spider web. And I, like, I remember I was, I was really panicking because I was really young and I, I didn't know what this stuff was over my face. Yeah. You and just walk like, along the road like an idiot, don't you? Like trying to get shit off an idiot. It got like the, the wing mirrors of my car is like a the prime uh, place for webs. Yeah, yeah. I clean it and you fuck it up. I spray the hose in it and I almost blow the paint off of the car trying to wash this web out from behind the mirror because <laughs> I can't get behind it. As soon as yeah. you put the fucking hose away, you go back to your car and there's another web there. <laughs> there's a spider sitting there giving you the lips as well. Yeah. Like if spiders could could shout, then they would be. Yeah, you. definitely. You know, they hold their mid, middle leg up at you as well. Yeah, I mean it's not about a Halloweeny thing, but spiders' webs are to do with Halloween, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of so scary. Do you know that is mean? my spooky hate of the week. I like it. <laughs> Amplify the fact that it's my hate of the week. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, brilliant. yeah. So that will that will that be the end of our Halloween show, then, Lee. Yeah, it's, I, I really enjoyed it, mate. It was really good. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. Fame. Yeah. So next week, uh, if you enjoyed this week's show, by the way, you need to subscribe right now. Subscriptions help us so much. We don't get any yeah. money from it, but it moves us up all the lists to find yeah. us. The more people that subscribe, we do better in the charts and all the rest of it. We do good in the charts anyway, I've got to say that. Yeah. Any speaking countries are usually in their top 50 most of the time. Uh-huh. Uh, but next week's show, what we're doing, Lee, we're going to do the phenomenon. phenomenon. Yeah, it's like a new film. Something slash, like a phenomenon. Something it's a new film like slash like a documentary thing uh, about uh, the what do they call it? Disclosure of disclosure. Yeah, of aliens um, and all the stuff that's recently coming to light now, where they're kind of no longer denying that there's aliens, and they're kind of soft breaking it into the public that we are not alone we don't know whether it's what sia said on the, our alien abduction show about four weeks ago now yeah whether they're under the ground and they're already here or whether they're in space and space ufos or whatever we'll find out when we watch yeah. the phenomenon we're gonna we're gonna both watch it over the weekend and we're gonna do our next show as a kind of a review slash conversation about everything we've learned from that and uh, talk about what could be happening with this. And that'd be next week's show. So hopefully you'll join us for that. And I don't know what I've got to end with a spooky noise, Lee. Which one shall I end with? Go for the spooky laugh. Which one? <laughs> oh, the witch's laugh. Yeah. Righto. <laughs> like there it. Like it. Sounds like a couple of people I work with. That doesn't. We we should we should have played the old Jacko Thriller song. Not allowed though. Uh, got I played Bermuda Triangle once. I didn't. I by Barry Manilow. I got away with it. <laughs> I'm not really sure I'd get away with Jackson. Yeah. Ma- man- manners manners isn't uh, big enough, is he? <laughs> manners. Barry manners. <laughs> right. Baza. Anyway, Baza anyway, anyway, say goodbye, Lee. We're going to be back next week. See you later, you mongrels. See you later, mongrels. And we'll see you next week for our Phenomenon show. Mm -hmm.